Alright everybody, it's finally happened. The Metal Hand of God podcast has finally got an online merch store. It's located at tpublic.com. That's right, tpublic, T-E-E, public.com. Go there, to their website, type in M-H-O-G, and a variety of art designs will pop up where you can put them on t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, Pandemic masks. That's right. We also have pandemic masks. The new fashion accessory for the year 2020 into 2021. We have wall art, notebooks, mugs, pillows, pins, you name it. Hey, you want stickers? Magnets? How about a phone case? That's right. You can get an MHOG phone case just by going to tpublic.com. A variety of sizes and colors, and the quality is Hands down, the best you're going to find. That's right. MHOG Merch Store at tpublic.com. You're part of the family. Might as well really be part of the family and grab yourself an MHOG tea at tpublic.com. Thanks for listening to the MHOG Podcast. And for all your support through the years... We want to see those t-shirts outside, so go to Tee Public. Order your MHOG merch today. TeePublic.com Trying to give you a sponge bath and you're pissing in the tub again. I know. It's fun. I like the warm water. Oh, this is interesting. And welcome back to the Metal Hand of God podcast. I am your host, Wade. And you know that fine gentleman, obviously pissing in the tub, as. I have the rub guy and I just pee. (laughs) Wee! Today we have one of our very good friends. Artist, dancer, uh, hot plate maker, Mr. Travis Hemel, on the show today. Hello, hello. It's good to be back. It's been it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a decade. Yeah. It's been ten billion years. Yes, it has. It's been Almost. too long. Feels too like long. It. Too long, man. So what's well, going you said, on? Like, Skype keeps track of like the last time you could see group calls. And yeah. The last time yeah. I saw one was like 2015. No, there's no uh, way it's been that long. Wayne, I haven't seen you in person. You won't remember this, but one time when I was visiting in, in New Orleans, uh, I was on Jeff Highway and all like driving with Jasmine in the car. Yes. And all of a sudden, I heard a honking. I was like, "What asshole's fucking honking?" I didn't, you know. I looked over and it's you waving at me. I do, that. I do remember that. I do remember that. Because <laughs> I turned around, I was like, "Who the fuck is honking Honk- at me?" Oh, it's Wayne. Who do I know that's gonna be blowing the horn at me? What assholes? <laughs> yeah so so you you were in colorado you mentioned yeah uh so funny enough the last time you guys did talk to me i was uh living in hell also known as california yes um so i was there and um jasmine uh you i'm sorry unicorn (laughs) she was called on the show uh before she she got a job out here and uh and I want to say 20, 2018, at the start of 2018, we moved out here, and we've been loving it ever since we've been here. Um, oh, wow, that's that's nice. great, dude. Yeah, it's one of the most beautiful places I've ever lived. Um, everybody is so nice. It's, it's the complete opposite compared to Northern California around, like, San Francisco and such, where I live. So it's completely different. Everyone's so nice, very generous. Um you know, just giving be... each other COVID without asking. Over yeah. There. Oh no. Uh, the, the, man, we take it so serious. <laughs> Colorado <laughs> takes it so serious out here. It's ridiculous. Um, well, good though. Yeah. Uh, well, it may be. I was gonna say maybe they're nice and, and compliant just because of the amount of, I, I said it earlier. Something like the amount of breweries 
and dispensaries that are out here are ridiculous. Sure. Um, <laughs> I I literally within walking distance I have uh, three breweries in walking distance to me, and four dispensaries. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's really good bragging. <laughs> it's really good bragging wow. rights. How, how how big's your house? Can I move in? <laughs> I have the basement. <laughs> Oh, geez, that sounds amazing. But that's uh, cool. Yeah. I'm glad you're enjoying it, though. I mean, uh, Colorado is a it's it's beautiful. It's a beautiful state. Yeah, uh, it's it's been incredible to live out here. Um, I am not usually the first person to want to go on a hike, but I do go on hikes out here. Um, even if my go, wife is going to the brewery is not a hike. Oh, no. <laughs> no, that's the reward <laughs> after. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's the reward after. So. Uh, you know, we'll usually do, go do that, come back, maybe go to a brewery that's nearby. It's a good excuse to go to one. Sure. <laughs> you feel like you've earned your beard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> and then p- piss it all right out. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it, it's a whole pee podcast right now. Let's do Right, right. We, we, we start out with urine and we end up in the story with urine. Who knows what else urine we'll be getting into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, is that the theme? Is this gonna be the, yes. the name of the podcast? It's gonna be it's gonna be, it's uh, gonna be a Travis Hemel and his guessed. urine. <laughs> water water sports. Uh. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, water sports and Travis Hemel. <laughs> <laughs> it's the golden combination. Oh, literally. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. And my kids screaming in the bathroom. Keep it metal. Oh. It's, is he also peeing in the tub, yelling "Keep it metal"? Is that what? It no, is? no, he was just—he's—he's he's using the bathroom, and he's like screaming. He hears me, and he keeps going, "Keep it metal!" I'm like, "No, not yet, not yet. It's the end. When we get to the end, <laughs> then he's gonna start shouting. I learned it from you, Dad. Yeah, pretty I much. Pretty you. Much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, my 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 uh my shit turned off. Sorry about that. I actually left the conversation. Your shit turned off. Oh, terrible. <laughs> terrible. terrible. I, I was asking. That happens when you get to a certain age. Uh, it does. <laughs> um, you're there. You said you're getting some of the smoke from those fires. Yeah. Some. So there's a bunch of wildfires going on. And even uh, we even got smoke from California from their wildfires, just the way that they, these weird systems are, are, are going. But anyway, that I know that probably sounds boring. But what's like creepy about it here is like I'll walk out and just be like, it's red like the sky is red and then ash yeah. falling down so i was like oh cool the apocalypse yeah that's, that's you know now you know what the people of pompeii felt like yeah <laughs> is this death <laughs> <laughs> i mean are they are they getting it under control at all or is it just still raging um it's it's not really on, under control um i have a feeling some of the colder weather might help and if Snow starts to come in early, could help, but I, I really don't know. It's just par for the course for 2020, boys. That's all there is to it. I hey, mean, but I, I'm, I'm indoors most of the time, though. And it's, it's like the only time I go out is really to walk the dog lately uh, and go on walks with, with the unicorn. That's about it. Nice. You're not, nice. You're not into the skiing or anything? Snowboarding? <laughs> I'm not into falling on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's, that's that's kind of a big thing up there, isn't it? A lot a lot of people like what to falling, ski. <laughs> yeah, skiing and stuff. I I always I always wanted to ski up there. Uh, there's a lot of nice ski resorts. I always wanted to try it at least once. Snowboarding, and uh, I'd love to try. Yeah, I, I love well, it. I absolutely love it. Really? Well, I haven't uh, tried. It. Unicorns into snowboarding. Nice, and, nice. And uh, her uh, lesbicorn, my sister-in-law. Uh, <laughs> lesbicorn. That is the most beautiful <laughs> thing I've ever heard. It sounds oh, like a gay marzipan candy. Right. Well, <laughs> that's as close. Well, actually, that's almost, that's pretty good description, Rum. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's actually really good. That's about maybe the complexion, too, I guess. Um, <laughs> Oh, uh, lesbicorn, yeah, nice. Yeah, lesbicorn comes out. There's, there's, because uh, there's three of them. There's unicorn, lesbicorn, and sister corn. Nice, sister nice. Corn okay. doesn't get anything regular. She, <laughs> she's, she's not that special. She's just not a special <laughs> person. Yeah, all right, I got you. <laughs> oh wow. Poor sister but, uh, corn. Uh, Always getting left here. out. Actually, right before COVID hit, uh, we went up to the mountains and they skied, and I was like, okay, you guys have fun. I just like ate. <laughs> it were true because I did have some work to get done, so I was just like enjoying the town, 
I went on some museum stuff. They're doing all the fun, the actual fun stuff and the more interesting things. And then when they come back, I'm like, oh, yeah, you guys look very tired. You want to go get hammered? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I did all the cool, y'all did all the cool shit. I went and read. <laughs> yeah, that's essentially. I was drawing, uh, at the time, I was uh, drawing stuff for uh, Full Moon's comic, which I don't know whenever it's going to come out because everything is is uh, fucked open, right now. Yeah. But uh, there was an indie book that they were putting out. Awesome. And uh, I was working on it at the time. So, you know, I was getting stuff done. So I felt like I was productive uh, during that time. But I was like, uh, I still would rather do this than go skate. <laughs> Right, <laughs> I guess you know. I'm, I guess I'm a little introverted. I guess in that in that case, but uh, I was still it was still beautiful. We're right in the mountains. Uh, it's Frisco nice. is the the name of the uh, the area we were in um, during that time. And like two weeks later, COVID hit. So there you go. Wow. What what do you what are you doing to keep yourself busy now with the, the drawing and things like that? Are you working on anything specific? Um, right now, uh, I'm actually starting back up uh, a book, uh, Arc World uh, Volume Three. Awesome. And, um, and actually, so uh, the first volume, the second volume, second volume, the Kickstarter just finished, but uh, it's for Devil's Due uh, Comics, and um, they're they're an indie publisher. Uh, they used to do the GI Joe. A lot of actually the '80s comics. Oh wow! Okay. Um, so, the, uh, so the owner and writer of the book I'm working uh, working with is uh, Josh Blaylock, and Josh uh, is pretty much responsible, I, I really think, and he'll probably agree with me that he brought back a lot of the '80s stuff to the comic book market. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. in the late '90s, he brought back GI Joe, and they also came out with the toy line again for that. And nice. I know after that he started doing like Voltron, like anything '80s, like for a little bit. Like trans, I think they did Transformers for a little bit before the license transferred. Uh, Micronauts, and so he has ex- a lot of experience with these these franchises, and um, you know different different licenses. But this is his, his this is his own creation. Uh, Arc World is what I'm referring to. So this is his own thing, and a lot of it's based on. Um, just different theories. It's like ancient aliens meet Stargate, kind of, or more like just oh, ancient peoples. Uh, nice. So, I mean, I'm not going to go on too, too long. I'll be brief about what the, the story is. But basically, it's like a, I think it takes the story is supposed to take place 11,000 um, BCE. And it's taking theories that you might, you know, you might see it around the internet or or in books and such that Josh has kind of compiled. He does a ton of research. So it's taking the idea that in 11,000 BC, it's actually more of an advanced society than you think. You know, and the artifacts we're finding today, we just don't understand how it was used then. You know, so this focuses on a couple who kind of get caught in this uh, deep state conspiracy at the time. And... It's also taking, you know, there's the cuts between there and present day, you know, like uh, there's like an evil billionaire trying to find all the secrets of this lost civilization, you know, for his own gain. Uh, really fun. Um, but sounds, because it's a great storyline. Yeah. Yeah, it, really. It was really fun. Interesting stuff to draw for sure. sure. Um, because there's ancient, you know, besides, besides like ancient, uh, buildings and like artifacts to kind of incorporate into like the background elements here you know there's creatures and different um races uh in people that we're we're trying to do so like uh atlanteans uh you have like the familiar like with like all mechs and like all mech heads and stuff like that where all, all that is kind of incorporated into here nice very very cool because that's 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 a lot of the uh Sounds like a book I'm gonna love because I'm really into that uh, that section of history, that forgotten history type of stuff. Like all the, who are they? Where where, where do yeah. they come from? That sort of. And I, it's just always fascinating me. You know, I'm, I'm constantly watching documentaries and and uh, things on the Travel Channel and, and Discovery Channel, and I just I just love that part of history, the oh. stuff that they don't usually talk about in school. You know that stuff. Oh yeah, oh for sure. And this is it is interesting and. As me as an outsider, Josh is really into it. And to be honest with you, 
I'm into it to a point because I do find the designs and stuff really interesting to incorporate in there. Mm-hmm. But it's sometimes, you know, we'll, me and Josh will be talking and he'll be like, oh, man, did you see this article? And he'll go into detail for 15 minutes and, I will, and then I'll be like, yeah, that's cool. I just need to know, is there is this woman's hair up or down? Am I drawing it like that? <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, and yeah. As, 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 if that sounds mean, it's not intended to because I appreciate his passion on the project with that. Um, it's and awesome. Sometimes that will happen. I'll, I'll just be like, so I look, I just need to know what kind of tools are we using? Well, Travis, actually, I'm looking at this article right here. And then, you know, 20 minutes later, I'm like, cool. So is it like a fork? Or is it a <laughs> <laughs> A knife. Okay. Yeah. Obsidian <laughs> blades. So that you know, and and that's uh, and that's how it sometimes go. We laugh. We both laugh about it. Um, but yeah, Rump, I really think you'll like this because he's there. He even coined a phrase for this kind of book, which is called archaeopunk, nice. which is kind of a play on the steampunk thing because um, he wants to create kind of a brand new genre with this book. And even if you if you ever get the book. Uh, the first volume literally says on the front cover, "The Dawn of an Archaeopunk Saga." So um, he's really proud, really proud of that, and all, and so am I, uh, because even like some archaeologists and some people who are not normal mainstream comic book fans are starting to pick this up, nice. which is very interesting, um, because they'll give their thoughts on it. You know, um, an archaeologist actually published an article about it on their website. And was talking oh. about it, and, and some they do kind of. I guess I don't I don't know uh, what the right phrase is, but they they enjoyed the book, but they don't like some of the theories because they 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 think some of the theories are not uh, founded in reality. They think some of it's just more fiction, to, like you know stuff you might see on ancient aliens to make you want to watch. Sure. You know whether I disagree or not is 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 irrelevant because to be honest. I don't know any. Of that, <laughs> I just like drawing the cool stuff. I'm like, okay, cool. I get to draw like floating, floating cars because of mag- magnets and, and this and that. I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool to figure out how to put that together uh, and, and draw it out. But uh, it's very exciting. So I'm, I'm working on the third volume right now. Uh, we're literally just starting that out. Uh, volume one is out in stores. And if you're in the New Orleans area, I. I'm not 100%, but I think BSI still has copies of Arc World. Oh, okay. Available. Um, if not, they can order you one. I know it went to second printing for the first volume, and volume two should be out sometime in November. I don't know if the the date it will be November 18th. It might get pushed back because of just different circumstances from COVID to printing because this COVID has affected um, printing time and stuff like that. So we might it might be longer than what we wanted to for when this comes out for the second volume. Freaking pandemic! Oh no, God! <laughs> it ruined, it's ruining everything. I know. In in the third volume, in the third installment, is everybody all your characters wearing masks? <laughs> I actually sure. asked some of that. I was like, please. Actually, I said, please don't let us. <laughs> please don't <laughs> let us draw in stuff. <laughs> it, which is funny to say because I don't know about you guys, but when I've watched TV and movies lately, I kind of get slightly upset at people for not wearing masks, and I'm like, wait, what the hell am I? <laughs> I, I I'm doing the same about? thing. I'm like, what are they? What? Hey, they're not six feet apart. That's usually yeah. when I'm watching the news. I'm like, what are they doing? That's not social distancing, <laughs> you bastard. Yeah, it's like watching. Uh, I was watching Chuck. You know, if you guys know the TV show from Chuck. Oh yeah, I love the show. Yeah. Yeah, they're in the store. I'm like, no one in the store is wearing a mask. What fucking madness is this? <laughs> they don't know they could be breathing. Well, you yeah. know, I just want to say that was a long time ago. <laughs> exactly, yeah. That's also the same thing, too. I'm like, oh, this was, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's really cool, though. He's he's coining this term. This, this yeah, yeah, it's a new ar- thing. Archipod. Is it archipod? Archeo. Like archaeology, but just yeah. punk on the on the end of that. I, I really do. Have you ever personally tried to coin a term, or or, or, or you ever tried to make a word popular, like yeah, like it was hip or something cool? What yeah. did you do? Tell me your word. So it actually correlates to something out here with with Colorado, or, or goes along with something. So 
I am not the biggest like you know uh, pothead or smoker or anything like that. Um, even my younger days, but out here I was yeah, like, ah, eff it, I'm gonna try it. Yeah, but yeah. I discovered I really don't care for smoking, but I do enjoy edibles. Okay. And for me, who you know, the first time I ever did edibles was was out here, and I kind of coined the term when I take an edible is it's werewolf time. so you change because yeah exactly because when you take one and funny enough buck lightning had come out to colorado and he had an edible but his was very weak we didn't know it at the time but when he took it and popped into his mouth he was like all right here i go and you know he did it and like he kind of like almost looked around to see if there was a difference yeah and it was you know it doesn't work like that And even i thought that it takes about depending what you're uh, you know, if you probably ate anything, it can be like forty-five minutes to a couple hours before it before they hits kick you. in. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, what? Because it's got to get digestion through it and everything. Yeah. Yeah, and one the reason I call it werewolf time though is because if you remember, like the classic movie that is um, an American werewolf in London. Oh, yeah. You know, after he gets scratched, he's like, he sees his buddy like, "You're gonna turn into a werewolf, dude. You're gonna." He's like, "No, I'm not gonna turn into a werewolf." And then, like, the night comes that the moon starts to come out. And he's kind of, like, looking in the mirror, like, fucking with himself. And all of a sudden, when the moon comes out, starts screaming and turning into a werewolf. That is what I associate when you take an edible. You're just waiting, like, when am I going to? Oh, shit. And then you become See, a werewolf. That's genius. I like that. That's very, very creative. <laughs> what about you, Wayne? Have you, ever, have you ever done it? Have you ever tried to coin a term? No. A name? No. 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 I thought everybody did that. No. I mean, you know, if you want to coin uh, any kind of term, we have the name, the Metal Hand of God, we've been trying to fucking coin for like 10 years. Oh, we've got that done. It's just, <laughs> but I, I meant like a, like an everyday No, not thing. really. Like, not really, man. No, wait, um, so M, M Hog isn't slain for metal penis? Uh, sometimes. Like, yeah, sometimes. you know, you don't want to. pants I'm wearing. Yeah. yeah sometimes <laughs> it depends. Depends on who's using it, bruh. Come See, on. See, I, I was trying to coin a term. Uh, my, my, my word was budomize. Okay. Explain, uh, reason, please. It, it, it Budamize, I actually I, I put it in one of our songs in our band at the time. I was like, and they're like, man, these are really, and then he, he's reading the lyrics. He goes, what the fuck is Budamize? I said, man, I'm going to make this catch. It's going gonna, it's gonna to catch on. And so I kept, so anytime someone tries to push uh, Buddhism, <laughs> so for some reason, Buddhism was really big in Savannah. Everybody okay. was like, "You should become a Buddhist." Wait, are you trying to say there's like door to door like Buddhists who go yeah. to like cats like, about you by my Lord and Savior Buddha? Buddha, yes, yes, they were everywhere. All these freaking these little hippie groups with their Buddhism, <laughs> and, and and they come at me, and I'd be like, "Don't try to, don't you Buddhize me, man. I don't have time for this today." And I'd walk past him and I said, "Buddhize." That's I almost want to say you're full of shit, but I can kind of believe this. Right, yes. right. Man, yeah, I don't, I'm not, you know, anything else is fine. Just don't Buddhize me. Buddhize. <laughs> uh, I have a friend that swore up and down, like, uh, and I called him a, I told him he was full of shit, too. But he swore up and down that he was the guy who coined the terms, uh, that's what she said. And, <laughs> and I was like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, dude, I've been saying that since we were in, you know, high school. I was like. I don't, be- I don't believe this. I don't believe that your trend <laughs> took over the entire world, dude. Like, it's, you should have, you should have, you should have copyrighted it because you'd be making a lot of money now. Hey, I, I, I'm the one that came up with behind the bush. I don't. I, I don't oh boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Behind the bush. That's you don't even a thing. Behind the bush. I don't. Yeah, I don't, remember, remember the old jokes? No. No, no, what? we don't remember well, that. Well, old jokes is is probably you know just because of how old you are, right? Well, they're old, but you like, know from the nineteen nineties. I I don't know behind the bush. Okay, well then I'm not gonna get into it because that's a whole. Is that time. like eating eating pussy? Like you get behind the yes, bush? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Everything was behind the bush, you know. I almost think he's just yes anding me just to be like, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah shut was- up, kid. Shut up, kid. I gotta get this out. No one knows what this means. Be quiet, motherfucker. Stop bringing it yeah, up. Just- <laughs> I mean, that's almost like, well, I never, like, in terms of phrases, that's like, uh, I never understood the phrase during high school what skeet skeet meant. And I thought that was just like a, a normal thing that would be like, 
oh yeah, you gotta go to the movies Friday? Yeah, yeah, I'll be there. Skeet, skeet. Like, okay, cool, I'll be there. <laughs> Who the fuck <laughs> says that? That is the oh, weirdest. Your, oh, your mom made us sandwiches. Ah, skeet, skeet. <laughs> See, I, I never, I never heard skeet, skeet because the only time I ever heard it was in Little John song. That's where well, it was, that's where it's from. As a, as a dumb white kid who doesn't know any better, you like I'm just like, oh, skeet, skeet, that sounds cool. Why don't you say that? You know, dirty, <laughs> dirty white kid who doesn't know any better. Like I knew what was popular. Well, uh, you your know? fucking mom's gonna be like, hey, you know, it's time to go. We're gonna go to the zoo. Oh, all right, cool, skeet, skeet, mama. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you made my mashed potatoes, dog. Skeet, skeet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, God knows how many times I probably used it in the wrong and, and inappropriate setting. So that's pretty yeah, awesome. I had to teach Wayne what googe was. Yeah, I've never heard of that term. What is that? I haven't heard of that. See, either. I'm not the only one. Googe, googe. It's 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 the male taint. Yeah. You mean a gooch? No, a googe. G E. G E. Googe. The General Electric Company. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a it's a, it's a first thing. I'm, I'm telling you, we've had multiple shows on the Gooch. <laughs> like on Wayne's in Wayne's Gooch, you had Wayne's Gooch. Yes, and that's why the audio was so weird. That's why our audio sounds weird right now because Rum is in there. <laughs> I'm in I'm in the Gooch. He's speaking from the Gooch. Why do you guys feel like you're behind the bush? Right? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, skeet, skeet. That's what she said. <laughs> Look at that. We came the whole way around in that conversation. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, man. That's crazy. That's uh, the so, real skeet, skeet. Yeah, for real, yeah, right? Well, I'm Travis, saying. what else you got going on for the rest of this year? You're, you're still drawing on You're working on that book. You're, you're doing some other stuff. Uh, I mean, are yeah. you able to get away for, I mean, I know it's travel restrictions and shit like that is there are you able to do something fun that isn't local i mean not not really i mean i will be probably traveling to new orleans for christmas but i don't i don't know for sure it really you know i think we're gonna end up uh driving down um that would probably be your best bet dude due to the fact of how much shit you probably have to go through at the airport yeah Oh yeah, it's, I don't, I don't feel like dealing with it and, um, it probably would make me and my wife feel more comfortable traveling like that. Yeah. Cause you wouldn't have have to worry about who's sitting next to you. Yeah. Well, it's not a long drive though, isn't it? It's like, yes, it's like 20 hours, 20 hours. Yeah. And, um, well, to my wife, for my wife though, she's like, "Ooh, we can make stops in Texas at breweries." Ooh. <laughs> By the way, that's actually how she sounds with the ooze. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Oh god. Um, but yeah, it'll be about twenty hours, and and the reason it kind of makes it probably still feel better, even though like you know we'll probably get out and and go places, is that we're gonna stay with my parents, and. If I flew, I would probably be more nervous about staying with them. Right, because you don't know what you're bringing into them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I understand. Exactly. Um, But, I mean, in the meantime, you know, what we're doing here, we're just kind of finding different things to to kind of entertain ourselves, like, around the town and stuff. Um, I don't know when they're going to have it, but, like, there's a local bar. Like, again, everything's almost walking distance for, for us down the street that does uh pro wrestling at the bar oh that's awesome so that's not social distancing (laughs) (laughs) well the wrestling isn't at least but uh everyone no they space all the tables out so you can you can actually social distance like normal except you're watching a wrestling uh match right it's really weird to how how it's set up because the bar is in a converted sonic drive-in Whoa. So, yeah. That is so, bizarre. Yeah, so you know how the Sonic has, like, on both sides, they have, like, a parking lot on each side, like a parking sign on each side yeah. of it, right? And then they had a patio in the front. Yeah, so they right. converted where the kitchen was into the bar area, which is now closed off. They don't allow anyone to go inside there. But they expanded the patio out in fr- in the front, so there's tons of seating in, in the front. And on the left hand if you were facing it on the left hand side of it they converted to a dog park so oh, cool. usually 
Yeah, usually uh, that's the weird. Yeah, well, because, that's the weirdest about, bar ever. You show up for yeah. a wrestling match, step in dog shit, and then <laughs> you get the drink hey, out man. of the Sonic. First of all, it's a fine if you don't pick it up. Okay. <laughs> all right, my bad, my bad. Keep, keep Colorado clean, dude. Keep Colorado clean. Um, anyway, this motherfucker, keep Colorado clean. Yeah, they have they have a a fenced in dog park on the left hand side, and it's actually big enough to put a full wrestling ring inside there. And these guys come out. Actually, funny enough, uh, I don't know if you guys follow wrestling at all, but Sometimes. one of the the people that wrestled there, she actually w- went off to AEW. Oh, wow. Uh, nice. Fairly recently. Um, I can't think of her name right now, but she's she's like a, her shtick is like more like a living dead girl okay. kind of thing. So like a zombie, like a creepy appearance. Nice. Uh, really okay. cool. Actually, I really enjoy that because they, they, I guess, like, this is not their main show. When they do that, it's Rocky Mountain Pro is the name of the organization. Kind of like Wildcat down in Right, right, yeah, down here, yeah. And uh, I was, man, I laughed my ass off because I think they try out different gimmicks sometimes at this. Because they're like, all right, we have a four, four-man tag team. You know, first guy out is, is uh, crazy, you know, I don't know what his name was, but like, <laughs> Uh, crazy, crazy wild guy, and he comes out, and he's has his face painted. He looks crazy. Goes in, and they introduce like two, two more regular people, like basic people, and they're like, and now we've got Mop Boy, and a, a dude comes out in a janitor suit and just with a mop and bucket, <laughs> and then and then you're like, well, man, I don't know if it could get wild from here, and then I don't know what this guy's name was, and then they're like. Here comes the band leader, and it's the guy in a full marching band outfit playing the trumpet. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Oh, I'm sorry, the trombone to the ring. Played it, and then got up on the ropes and said, what do you guys want me to play? And then we shouted out Wonderwall, and he started playing Wonderwall. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here, man. Dude, and like he stopped after because he started playing it, and we were all impressed. He's like, I, I fucking love you guys. Because he didn't make reaction participate. Like, he's like, what do you want me to play? Some asshole in the back was like, Wonderwall. And we started chanting Wonderwall. And sure enough, <laughs> one of the best wrestling matches I've ever seen, by the way. That's amazing, that dude. That is so cool, man. Yeah, so really, really cool. we have we have little things to do around here, um, you know. Uh, my wife is working from home. I'm, you know, like I said, I'm working on Volume Three of Arc World. Uh, I'm also doing a pinup for another indie book called the um, The Wailing Blade, which is uh, published by Comics Tribe. Cool. Uh, you're, it's you're, another. You're doing. You're a pinup. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna take photos of me, uh, Betty Page style, you know. Oh, nice. Well, that's yeah. why I was like, "You're a pinup." That's, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be a pinup, Rum. Exactly. I'm gonna. Grow, I grew my hair out because of COVID. <laughs> I didn't get haircut, <laughs> and so I'm gonna get into various positions. Oh, and my shoot. long hair is gonna come up my tits. Oh, so, nice, nice, nice. Yeah. So, you, so you it's gained. Very, wa- it's very classy. So you gained weight as well, obviously, because now you have tits. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna get that. We're gonna. It's the COVID weight. Now. It's the COVID weight. Right. Right. COVID hair, right, you know? right. So now. <laughs> so wait. So you know. Wait. So now it's now it's like. Are you changing your name now? So it's not gonna be Travis. <laughs> it's gonna be Travino or something. Tra- tra- Travi Page. Travi Page. Ooh, that's yeah. that sounds yeah. so disgustingly sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I misheard. I really thought you said you were doing it. You're going to be a pinup, but I'm like, he's going to no, be. No, I'm going to be drawing, drawing a pinup. Drawing a pinup, uh, buddy. For for that. Okay. Like, so it's going to be like a full. I don't know if it's actually be like a poster with that. Uh, all I know is it, it will appear in the hardcover book that they're going to be printing Very and cool. doing a Kickstarter for. Um, that's a lot of these indie companies. So this 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 company is dis- like like uh, Devils do. They're they're distributed by Diamond, which is the only comic book distributor out there well dc uses one but anyway i'm not it's that's too complicated anyway <laughs> <laughs> uh it's really you know they do sell it to comic book stores but uh comics tribe for sure i know bulk of their sales come from kickstarter and so uh-huh. they do a, a big kickstarter and that's what they're they're going to be doing for this hardcover i think Very in cool. the next week or two that's really really cool though Oh yeah, it's a really fun book. Um, I don't know how to pronounce the guy who uh, wrote it, Rich Doak. I don't know how to say his last name. 
I don't know him either. I just got kind of hired on for this. Um, but and also the artist who I got to meet uh, at New York Comic Con last year, his name is Joe Mulvey. Um, really talented uh, artist. Uh, really fun book. Um, it's about an executioner who's kind of like this golem type of character, and he carries around the wailing blade, which is this high tech use like high tech kind of looking huge sword that kind of literally wails whenever he uses it. Um, it screams. It's really it's really good. It's, it's a very fun book. Definitely check it out. Um, but I'm doing a pinup uh, for that. So like the the head taker, what they call the character. I'm drawing a pinup with him in it. And finishing that up, but you know, as of right now, uh, Arc World is probably gonna fill out the bulk of my the rest of my year, and I'm nice. gonna be looking for something else next year. That's really really that good. Sounds man. cool. I'm, man. I'm really happy with you. You're staying busy because it's it's got to be hard for a lot of people. I mean, it's hard for I mean, don't get me wrong, it's hard for lots of people. But when you're when you're dealing with things like entertainment or you're doing art and stuff like that, and but with you know trying to be active in your career and what you do at this point in time seems to be very difficult for a lot of people. Oh, it, it is. You know, I, was, um, I know maybe Wayne saw this. I was like the other day, I'm just like, I have an Etsy store that I sell some original stuff. Cause I started a YouTube channel and I sell, I try, I'm trying to sell some of the art that I've made because of it. And, uh, I found a meme that really describes how I feel, which is like, it shows like the world on fire right now. And then there's a, a photo of Will Ferrell underneath shouting like, does anyone want to buy a painting? <laughs> I did see that. That shit made me die, dude. I was laughing my ass off when I saw that. Because I was like, it's so God, true. It's so true. Yeah, it's very true for anyone. Maybe any kind of freelance profession like that, who are just trying to sell either art or something like that, where it's like, hey, do you want to buy X right now? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, is it, 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 sorry, go I ahead. Gonna, I was going to say, is it, is, have you, uh, you've been t talking obviously to some other artists and stuff. I mean, um, I, 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 you're, you're the type, you're in that classification where, uh, a lot of people don't think that this type of thing is really going to affect you as much, but it really does because, like you said, it's you've got skeleton crews that are, are working trying to put books out and, and distribution, mm -hmm. and 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 that puts a, a, a like a hold on stuff and slows shit down. And you know, you trying to stay active and and keep in with these companies. I mean, that's that's a lot of work, and and to constantly having to do it. You know, you have to constantly be putting yourself out there to try to grab that job and grab that stuff. Like you said, freelance, it's hard, yeah. hard work. It really is. I mean, you you have to really, to be in that type of profession, have a, yeah. you really have to take that leap of faith to trust in yourself to be able to do it. Well, and I think a lot of it as well, and, you know, people, I'm not the first person to say this by any means, but in comics, I've really, I've, after I went to New York Comic Con last year, I came back realizing because I went there to, to, by the way, to to show up portfolios and try gain contacts. But it's all in who you know. Mm. And again, I know it's nothing nothing new because you know in comics, if you ever go to a con, there's a lot of like breaking in style panels about how to break into comics, and you'll hear various ways and this and that. But one of the things I, I don't, I never really heard a lot in these is it's all in who you know, and it really is. Um, uh, you know, I can see like, that. Uh, for instance, the Arcworld job, I only had this job come across, not just because, you know, I, I feel like my work is, is at a professional level or anything like that. Um, it's because um, I had worked on a book which is not coming out anymore. Uh, called Lucha, and it was supposed to come out uh, from from Action Labs. Long story, I'm not gonna get into it, but it's not coming out. Uh, um, uh, but uh, the the writer in there apparently got approached by someone from Devil's Due uh, because the book was because it's called Lucha. It obviously, has some wrestling stuff in there, yeah. and I think like uh, someone at Devil's Due was like. Hey, uh, do you guys know anyone that was working on anything wrestling related? Because we want to do a wrestling story in this anthology book. And they're like, oh, I think this guy, this writer guy is working on something. And then he put me in touch with, with them. And so I did 
Now, I know this is probably going to polarize a lot of people. I did work on in an anthology for Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez uh, for in the freshman force. So I did I had a story in there, and that was my first work where devils do. Nice. And, yeah, and uh, it's very, it is very polarizing because, uh, to be honest, uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a big fan of her. But you know what I'm a fan of? Money. <laughs> That, that always helps, yeah. Yeah, because, uh, you know, there's, I'm not going to name people, but there's a few mutual friends we have that were shocked that I took it. I was like, ah. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, hey, I'm like, okay. hey, they showed me the money, buddy. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Especially at this yeah, I mean, you know. You've got to keep that in perspective. I mean, yeah, it's it's great to have, uh, you know, in no matter what you do, if you have standards. And, yeah. And, and, and you have, you know, this is me, and you want to stay true to you. That, but at the end of the day, the lights have to stay on. Yeah, I even talked to to Buck Adam about it because you know he's he's my he's my Yoda, you know. Yes, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I talked to him, and he's and actually surprisingly, he was like, "Oh, fucking take it." <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, I, I would. I just said the same thing, bro. Yeah, yeah, and and so because of that, I did one more anthology because they did a Bernie book. Um, and by the way, I should mention, even though like people probably hated that uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez book, it sold very well for an independent, like incredibly, well. <laughs> like right. so surprisingly well um, for an eight dollar. It's a it was an eight dollar book, and um, they sold very well. And uh, then we did Bernie book, and apparently Bernie's not uh, Bernie Sanders isn't controversial enough, but it was it still <laughs> it didn't do as well <laughs> as the other book. But after that, um, this is right after I found out that probably Lucha was not happening anymore. Um, but after I did pretty much four issues, and it, again, all the art was done. It's just not coming out due to um, things that the, the writer did. He, um, he did some unpleasant things, and so essentially the, I think the publisher chose not to print the book anymore. Nice. Nice. That yeah, sucks. No. That sucks bad. Yeah, uh, so uh, I got in touch with Josh, who, you know, I did, I wasn't working directly with on those anthology books, but I still had to send him stuff, like, any sketchy. He still had, like, editorial approval on a lot of stuff. Right, right, right. You know, um, so he was like, oh, actually, I have this book, Arc World, I've been wanting to get off the ground, and that's how I got in with that. And that's what I mean by, you know, long-windedly, it's all on who you know. Um, the, uh, also, the Full Moon book I mentioned, I met the writer at New York Comic Con, and we stood in line together, actually. I met him at his own table because he was selling some books, but we ended up um, talking more in line at um, IDW's booth because they, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Lock and Key. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, Joe Hill and um, uh, Gabriel... Um, Gabriel Rodriguez, the artist for the book, uh, we're going to be there doing a signing. So we were just kind of just hanging oh, out in the line, cool. talking. And then after that, you know, there was something that came up on social media. I think he was looking for an artist. And he didn't think I was a good fit for that. But then we ended up doing something for the Full Moon book. You know? That's and, very cool. And also, this pinup that I'm doing for Wailing Blade, I was on the guy's podcast before. Oh, nice, there dude. There you go. Yeah. So you, you know, keep doing, you, obviously you want to make sure you're doing good work and right. I'm not going to say, you know, always, always try to do good work. Cause it's going to sound like, Oh, it's just really who, you know, you don't have to be good. You still have to have, you still have, you to, still have, good have to have the good work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know? I mean, you, you, you type, you, you've, by this time, I mean, you have, you've honed your craft. I mean, yeah. if you, if you hadn't done that and put the time in and, and, you know, everybody would love to be, you know, a complete savant, you know, when they, you know, oh, I could pick up a pen. I can look. Yeah. I just copied the Mona Lisa. Look, I'm, <laughs> you know, it's beautiful. Yeah, you, to, yeah. you got to put the time in. You got to put the work in. And uh, as, and I'm sure uh, when you first started, uh, uh, maybe uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you knew exactly where you wanted to be with your art right out of the gate. But a lot of times it takes people a, a, a bit of trial and error to figure out what is mm -hmm. my style. You know. What, oh yeah. That sort well, of thing. And yeah. you've definitely got your own style now which I think is great. I mean, that does set you apart. Oh, yeah. 
I really think it's actually changing. Uh, uh, it will change from book to book, to be honest with you, because I'm not doing it necessarily on purpose. I, um, with art, I always like trying new techniques and new stuff. Or, um, you know, um, I like to look at a lot of different art books from different styles of artists, and I like kind of like trying different things and not necessarily just straight up lifting what they're doing, but I like being influenced as a normal artist would be by, by other, other professionals. And, um, for volume two, my art I think is at the best it, it's, it's at right now. So not that I'm embarrassed of volume one or anything. It's, it's, it's good, but you know, there's like, if I flip through it, you know, I, I don't know if you guys feel as if you ever listened to your own podcast back and you're like, oh, we could have done X better, even though it's yes. probably great. All, the, all the time. Every yeah. every every you know, five minutes. And you I should, know you, you should both... have heard us when we first started. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I have. Yeah. He's oh. he's heard so he's heard the first the first wave of garbage. I mean shows. <laughs> yeah. But no, you you guys could probably understand even from the music background of it. You know, you might you might have thought, you know, it's like, oh, man, this is great. What I'm doing right now is great. But there does come to a point where you're like, oh, man, you know, it's, it's so kind of cringy to look back at my my older stuff because I think my stuff's so good now. But, um, you know, it's just part of the it's a part of the process. Also, me, I always hate everything I do. Well, you have um, to be self-critical or you're not good. That's what oh, it is. Yeah. Because I, I, you're, you're never going to push yourself beyond a point unless you're self-critical. You know, I just kind of just like, I do, I, yeah, you're right. Because uh, I do kind of like stop myself sometimes. It's like draw better. <laughs> like, yep. just, just like stop sucking. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, I, and it's, you know, as, as you, you are, I mean, as, as most people are, they're, they get that way with, it's like, that's why a lot of actors don't like to watch their own movies. You know, mm, you, yeah. there's a lot of people out there who won't do it. They'd be like, I acted in it. I don't want to watch it. Yeah, it's like I can't. I actually can't really read stuff I drew. Like oh, that. I thought you. I thought you were just gonna stop right there. I just really can't read. <laughs> I thought you were coming out with something really deep, man, and I wasn't. You know, I'm nope. support you. Why do you think I could just draw pictures? I just want. I just want picture books. <laughs> I just like the pictures. <laughs> yeah, the sad I mean, part is, I'm pretty sure a lot of the comics have sold to people who just like the pretty pictures. Oh um, I, yeah, I, dude. Yeah. Hey, I buy liquor sometimes just because I like the label. I know. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. No, I, I'm with you there. But uh, yeah, it's, for volume two, I think my art's definitely stepped up, and so will hopefully um, book three. And I'm already like you know because of the preliminary stuff. I feel like I'm stepping up um, certain things. Um, not just in the drawing, but like composition, like doing fun things with the panels. Um, cause of my personal kind of philosophy, I really like to do something with the panels to make it entertaining for people to read, especially if it's, uh, and this is not knocking Josh or anything. It just, this happens is sometimes you just have quiet moments that are just essentially talking heads in, on a page. You know, they're just talking and you have to find something engaging to kind of keep people reading along and giving a shit about what's going on on the page. Right. right. You know, as, as pretentious as that, as that probably sounds, that's, I think that's kind of your job is, is to make it visually interesting for you want to keep reading this book. Well, I think it makes, that makes perfect sense. I mean, you, you have to push the progression of with the art to, to go along, you know, and it has to make you want to turn that page. I mean, you yeah. want to leave it's, it, it's, you're drawing actors. You're, yeah, what you're doing. I mean, it's exactly what you're doing. The unseen actors you're putting on paper, and you have to keep the actors engaging. Oh no, for sure. you're you're 100 percent right. And it is it, when you do our drawing. It's it's like um, it is like making your characters when you draw them. It's making them act and react to stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, because sometimes like you know, I guess I've noticed it more now that I've been I've been drawing a lot more and doing more stuff in comics where you can really tell when something's very stiff on a page and looks very right. um, cookie cutter almost, like very very fake. Even when you're when you're reading a comic, I don't know how much you guys read or if like uh, comic books in in general uh, at all, but you, Not as you much might as notice I used that. To. But I, I I do notice that uh, that. Uh, Sometimes uh, you'll find the comic books that, you know, when you're looking at the character, when you turn the page, it's always the they've got three expressions, you know. Yeah. And, but 
you know, a lot of other times you, you see it's like, oh, I see what the, the art, you know, there's an extra wrinkle under an eye or you can see the the worry on the face. If you can express an emotion with with a drawing in, in, in you know, in segments like that, I mean, that's, you know, that's that's pretty good, you know, and mm-hmm. it's 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 tough to uh, it's it's tough to. uh get into the comic really if you don't have that type of emotion when you're on the pages oh for sure you know it's about it's about being really expressive you know even just from not just the facial features but like you know if you're drawing like a pose or something you know sometimes over exaggerated like if you're gonna like if you're drawing something tripping at a panel you know you're not gonna probably draw it to for me i wouldn't draw it like someone normally tripping if i was gonna draw it's gonna be like someone look like they're about to break their neck Right, so I right. Really know what what's gonna happen in there, um, and also sure, it depends yeah. on the style of your book you're doing. But I'm on the 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 side of uh, making it as exaggerated as possible. Do do you, you try know? to put little Easter eggs for yourself in some of your art? Sometimes I I do, and you guys might get a little jealous about this. I actually have an Easter egg in this book, and it's it happens to be Buck Lightning. Yeah, I already oh, heard. Hysterical. I already heard. I actually should do a drinking game <laughs> of how many times I've mentioned him so far. He's gonna be so happy. He's probably got like he's probably at home right now, just being like, "Oh, someone's talking about me." <laughs> that's hysterical. That's that's awesome though. I think that's cool, man. It's like I was thinking stuff like you know, like little things like, uh, you know, you you have the, the 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 pretty lady superhero or whatever walk into the room, and the guy in the superhero tights his his on the next page is. His tights are a little tighter. Oh, not that kind of Easter egg. That's okay. That's more of an Easter bulge. Um, <laughs> that's an Easter egg hunt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> oh, he is risen, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a he little. Was a baker. <laughs> he got a little uh, uh, religious there, right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not just that. It's funny because I was I was referring to uh, an erection, Wayne. I'm just making sure you understand. <laughs> oh, oh. It's funny Damn. because Risen I, I really... also could be like an erection. Damn, I didn't yeah. know you were talking about that. That's even more oh, yeah. funny. Thank you. Uh, thank you for clearing it's that up. <laughs> it's located above the googe. Above the googe. <laughs> above the googe. Yeah, just to let you know. <laughs> Here we go. Back to uh, the fucking googe again. <laughs> Have you ever, uh, you know, I, I, I got some, another question I, I need to ask you because I never got to ask you that. Have you ever made a love, comic Love to Adam. Um, actually, <laughs> it's interesting you, you – love that. Uh, it's actually interesting you said that because I never – actually, you know what? Uh, yes, yes, uh, in two different circumstances. So for our wedding invitations, I actually drew a comic book – esque page and that was our invitation oh nice i was gonna say i know know there was one there i knew that one yeah so there's that and so it ended up being a present for my wife and my sister-in-law so look guys don't judge me here but my wife and my sister-in-law are both obsessed with their own respective dogs okay all right so uh, my sister-in-law her dog you know she's obsessed with and uh, and unicorn, she's obsessed with with our dog as well. Oh, I, I love our dog too, but um, not but, as not as much. Yeah, not as much. Fuck him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like for for I guess Christmas, my 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 wife wanted me to draw a comic featuring our dog Frankie and uh, my sister in law's dog Darcy. And oh, okay. I was like, all right. <laughs> I was like, I'll do it. So I did like these two pages of them as detectives in this real real world kind of scenario, meeting each other uh, like uh, at a detective's precinct that happens to apparently hire dogs as detectives. <laughs> please, please does... tell me when they meet, instead of shaking hands, they sniffed each other's assholes. No, but like. Because that would have been incredible. It's almost like a. It's almost like an exaggerated '80s cop movie thing, where like it starts out where where the police chief is yelling at someone off camera, and then the camera turns and it reveals it's one of the dogs. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and it's like you know you're a loose cannon. I can't believe what you did in the last blah blah blah. You know you know there's so much da- collateral damage, and it turns out it's just those stupid dogs. You know just sitting there staring at the 
at the police guy. Um, so awesome. then, then it's like, I'm going to partner you up. And, you know, they both walk to the office door and he opens up the office door to reveal, like, my dog, Frankie. It's like, this is your partner. And he's, like, pissing all over the uh, office table, <laughs> the office desk. That's great. And then, like, the last line is, like, while he's pissing is, like, yeah, I'm not impressed with him either. And then that's the end of the little comic. <laughs> that's awesome, though. I like so, it. So, yeah, I've done, I've done stuff like that. I might well, have I to think, do it again this year. <laughs> not I think, by choice. I think you need to do one as of your wife as a unicorn. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Unicorn thing, a whole thing, and make it just completely. It's it's all like Look, crazy I'm not violence. Cupcake. I'm not into yeah. bestiality. I don't want it. I don't want that. I don't want that in mental image. <laughs> well, it's hard enough saying the crazy. nickname. She can, she could like her thing is she creates like these magical cupcakes and she, yeah. I don't know, it's, it's unicorn shit. Whatever. Yeah, li- lift, lift the tail, grab the mane. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're horrible. Thought, I thought it'd be, I thought it'd be a nice <laughs> Christmas gift. You know what? She wouldn't expect it. Put it in her stocking. I mean the comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, stuff some stocking. <laughs> Oh boy, this well, that one. Yeah, that yeah. went weird. It did, but that's all on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, technically this was all your fault. Hey, I, I didn't just... I didn't say a goddamn thing. I just let you go hey. at it, you know? Hey, yeah. You're the one drew on yourself as a pinup and whatever. Rum, yeah. You know, if you cut Wayne's audio off, it's all you. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Rum probably goes away like, man, these those guys talk a bunch of really random shit. I can't believe they said this on the on there. <laughs> right, right. It's crazy, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. He deserved no, Travis Rum, deserved it. I hate it. to say this in front of Rain uh in front of Wayne, but you are the best part of the show. <laughs> wow. Wow. Thanks, Travis. And ladies yeah. and gentlemen, this is the last time Travis will be on this show. <laughs> ever. <laughs> Don't get too excited, though, for both both of y'all, because if Buck, Buck was still on here, I'd tell you he's my favorite. There well, that's go. okay. That's all right. He was everybody's favorite. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. What's funny is it's just a bunch of dudes' favorites and not chicks. That's all. Awesome. Exactly. Exactly. It's just a bunch of guys. You know, it's all right. No, no big deal. I don't, I don't care whose favorite's who. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this has been, see, this has been an enlightening episode. You, I see what you did there. You did? I did. Oh, I caught it. I because caught his it. nickname is Buck Lightning. There you oh. go. Oh, okay. Oh. Hey, see, that was good. You know, this name of this episode is going to be Travis Hemo talks about his girlfriend, and it's going to be Adam. <laughs> <laughs> or the love of his life, and it's not going to be his that, wife. You that's know? honestly well, probably what my wife thinks, because we, we do talk almost every day on the that's phone. Kind of- and. He, but that's you good. Know, there, has, good. there has been one time where she said, you know, you you like talking to your friends more than you like talking to me. I was like, that's not true. And then he turns around and goes, right, Adam? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Adam, tell her that's bullshit. Like, I was like, Adam, tell her that's bullshit. It's not true. Oh, here, I'll put you on speaker. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'll put you on speaker. <laughs> Oh, man. Awesome, no, but, dude, awesome. no, it was fun to have you back, dude, Travis. Really, really, man. Yeah, no, it was really fun to catch up with you guys. It sucks that you – You know, well, we got, me and Rum have never met in person. Right. Well, I wish we would have met in person. But I haven't seen you probably since, it's like, I, I joked about before, Jeff Highway. Yeah, really, <laughs> and the honking of the horns and shit. Well, if, if you're down uh, Louisiana way uh, around Christmas time, yeah, um, maybe uh, maybe I can make arrangements to come down and see everybody anyway, and maybe we'll all get together. That would be fun. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, go get a drink or something. Yeah, we'll find something open and hang out. Sure. Or that would just sit on random people's porches. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, I'm down with that, too. Compare googes. Yeah, whatever. Right, right. The boys. I was going to be a professional googe model, but. Boys and their googe. Wait, wait. Because, Ram, I'm not making fun of your age. Because you're older, do you have a gray googe? (laughs) No, no. The the gray googe. Ram's new name is the gray googe. That's so weird. It. Your superhero name is the Gray Gooch, dude. That's so good. Oh my god! It's it's not the bird. It's not a plane. It's the Gray Gooch. 
No, you need to do it like uh, the old uh, old time serials, you know. Now comes in the startling gray goo. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh man, well, there, there's a comic right there, but I don't what? know what my outfit would be. <laughs> Just yeah. it's crotchless pants. Yeah, it's crotchless yeah. pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He was here. How can you tell? Can you smell it? <laughs> Every oh, did he? Did you let him sit down anywhere? Oh, gross! God, the gray goo just here. <laughs> they pick up white hairs off the seat. Like oh, the goo just been here. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh Jesus! Oh, oh, it took such a sad turn. <laughs> that was such a good turn. That was beautiful. Sad? Who? <laughs> <laughs> What's bad is I'm sitting here visualizing uh, the whole comic. You know, you is. know what? Me too. It's terrible. I don't want to visualize you and the googe. <laughs> that's what's weird. You're thinking about me without with, with crotchless pants again. Ah, well, you know, <laughs> it happens. It happens from time to time. You know that. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. Well, this was good. I enjoyed this. Yeah, me too. It was fun. Same here. Well, awesome, Travis, awesome. thank you, man, for uh, you know taking the time out of your busy schedule out there smoking weed and getting drunk. Yeah, um, werewolf time, dude. Make it a thing. Bring it out. Where, werewolf I'm going to do it tonight. Werewolf, werewolf time. time. That's some, right. I got some CBD oil. I can see what I can do with that. Yeah. When my, get... my, wife, my wife and Adam are both be like, it's not going to be a thing. It's going to be a thing, God damn it. We'll help you. I'm going to make it a thing. We'll help you. Werewolf time. That's it. We'll, yeah, werewolf time. We're gonna start. We're gonna start uh, pushing the werewolf time thing on the show. Yeah, well, uh, if I have to make my own shitty comic about werewolf time. I will. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> fucking do it, dude. Why not? <laughs> we'll put it in the episode name. That way, it's there at least. Yeah. Tra- <laughs> tra- Travis email and werewolf time. That's exactly werewolf that- booge. Werewolf, <laughs> the googe of the werewolf. Yeah, actually, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. See, see. That's like a Hammer film. Yeah, it, it probably yeah, it would be a Hammer film. Jeez. No, but I appreciate. It. Thanks, uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, dude. Look, let everybody know out there where they can find you, dude. On, on, uh, inst- you know, whatever, all your fucking URLs and things. Yeah, so uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Travis underscore Hemel H Y M E L. Or you can go to my website, Art of Travis Hemo. That's H Y M E L dot com, and uh, you can go check out uh, all my social links are also on that website. Also, to my web store where I have copies of the first issue of Arc World and some original pieces I've done for my YouTube channel. Um, you can check that out also through the uh, Art of Travis Hemo website. Yeah, and I recommend you guys go check out his YouTube stuff. I watch them every once in a while when uh, they're on there doing their thing. I like to harass them as as they are drawing and things like that. Oh yeah, for the live streams, yeah. Yeah, that shit's so funny, Me dude. Too. Yeah, uh, I, I was wa- I was watching him as we were driving. We were driving to Florida, and uh, oh really? Yeah, <laughs> and, and Caitlin was driving, so I was watching y'all, and that's when I kept just mouthing off and saying all that weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> It, it actually it makes it more interesting while I'm drawing to actually have someone else to either stop me or just have conversation with. Right. Because to be honest, um, it can be pretty boring watching someone draw, you know, just like if you don't have anyone talking because I will get wrapped up in what I'm well, doing. Right. You'll get into it. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, that's like, for instance, if we were doing the podcast right now, I was drawing, I would be talking to you guys. But if I was doing this as a live stream, it'd be way more interesting because I'd also be talking and drawing with you guys at the same time. Sure, right. Just, yeah. Just me, you know? Yeah. Well, if you ever want to do that, let us know. We'll come on your uh, live stream I'm good. and do that. That'd be fun. <laughs> we, good. We, can, we, can let, we, we can let you draw and we'll talk about googes. Oh, uh, I just let my two favorite M Hog members rum and buck on. Um, oh, that's true. Yeah, y'all go ahead. Y'all go ahead. Uh, wait, you know. wait. You could you could stay in the chat or something. You can just you kind of patrol, make sure okay. no one you know. I would love us. to. I would love to do that because I would drop f bombs every five minutes just because of who you are. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I put on. You know this. I look. I know this program is R rated. Mine are like PG thirteen. Right, right, okay? right. Yeah, yours, are, yours are pretty. Uh, unless, unless Adam's on there, then y'all drop bad words. Yeah, well, it, it's good for the kids. Kids can watch it and have a good time, learn how to do stuff and yeah, stuff like that. It's fun. No, for sure. So do it. Go out. Uh, do it. Yeah, go watch. Do him. it. Go watch Travis. He's a good guy, even though he's a dick sometimes. Do um, it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
Anyway, I, I was your host, Wayne. I am the Grey Googe. And I was your guest, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. Hold on a second, guys. I got to get my kid because if he, he's going to scream at me if I don't let him do this. Hey, come here. Dun, 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 dun. What, is he going to scream red rum, red rum into the microphone? No, he's, he's going to scream Grey Googe. <laughs> Hold on. Too slow. He can't do it now. Here, right, right. Ready? All right, and remember, ladies and gentlemen, to keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it. Adieu, adieu, parting is such sweet sounds. Go ahead and run. Run home and cry to mama. Get the fuck out. Okay, then. That's it. <laughs>